What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of One Wild Business Ride Podcast. Today, I'm going to be being vulnerable with you about one thing that totally changed my life, uh, took me from a place of being just really negative, pessimistic, depressed, and even suicidal to a place where I really began to believe in the impossible, just started to believe in dreams again, being positive and productive and becoming an A player in business. So super excited to talk about it with you. Let's do this. So all entrepreneurs know that business is a game and every game there are rules. The problem is if you break the rules or don't know what they are, the consequences will crush your wallet, your relationships, and your dreams. It's kind of like going on a roller coaster that runs out of track. It's just not gonna be pretty. So the question is then, how do we figure out what are the critical rules about business so that we can win and make money? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answer. My name is Rory Hochstein, and welcome to One Wild Business Ride. All right, welcome back, guys. Let's dive right in. So I mentioned I was going to share with you the one thing that uh, totally took me from a place of, of being depressed and and a flurry of other dark negative emotions and uh, and and what made the difference for me and I, I wanted to share this because I feel like we all go through really challenging life experiences at different times different seasons and uh, and and one of the biggest pieces of entrepreneurship and it's definitely a roller coaster where there's highs there's lows sometimes we can be at the top of our game and sometimes we can be completely depressed and just not be able to take on another day. And it's it, it can be really crippling. It can stop a person from being like, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this, maybe I should just settle. And and just it just sucks the life, the the life force out of people and, and it's really sad. And uh, I wanted to share just one thing that you know I, I mentioned about in my origin story, but I didn't really dive into what made all the difference. Um, from when I was experiencing a ton of depression leading to suicidal thoughts. And so I wanted to dive into that um, because this this is really a brain hack that's real. It, it's made a massive difference for me. And I was able to utilize it in a way where I could condition my brain to be able to not only get through the day, but to be able to get through the day happily and you know have, have moments where I was just joyful, you know, just to, more than... <laughs> more than just the sense the sense pleasure of like eating ice cream or pizza which is you know totally awesome but uh, this is just a level beyond that so I wanted to share that story with you and uh, let's do this so it, you may re- remember some of my origin story where I was uh, I was at university and I was there because I was I I really didn't know what to do with my life I was pretty well stuck. I had just finished an awesome summer job with um, my new bride, Jenny, and we were um, just had an awesome four-month contract gig together, made tens of thousands of dollars. It was awesome. We were like on a lake in this little cabin out in the middle of nowhere. It was just beautiful, like just just beautiful. You could see like the, the, the geese, you know, flying along the lake and it was just just beautiful there'd be like this golden eagle that would fly above and you smell the air it's like ah you know just just recharges you and uh so we went from this like paradise environment um where we moved to a major city in uh in the province i live in alberta and it was you know it was a contrast but you know we were we were 
you know, pumped up. You're like, no, let's, let's do this. Let's figure out life and let's dive in. And, uh, and, you know, in the process, we'd managed to pay off a car and, you know, we still had like some pretty decent savings left and, and just kind of the next, what seemed like the next logical step was go to university and, and my, my, my parents, you know, recommended me at that time to like, just, just dive in, just, you'll figure it out as you go along, what you like, what you don't like. Um, and the, the only problem was, is that I didn't realize it was going to be a very expensive, um, way of finding what I like and what I don't like. And, and, uh, and, uh, at, as I was going through this process, um, I learned very quickly what I didn't like. And also I just, I got to a point where, um, you know, I was just going along, you know, I was midway through and I was like, well, I should probably keep going, but our savings had run out. And I was like, well, okay, so maybe I should take some student loans. So I did. And it was super easy. And I mean, it was kind of cool watching, you know, like ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 just show up in your bank account and be like, okay, you know, I'm still figuring this out. I got to get through. But about the time that I hit the $40,000 student debt mark, I was like, I, I still haven't figured this out. And like the classes I'm taking, I was, some of them I wasn't really impressed with. And I was like, you know what? I just, I just paid for a bunch of garbage. I think I just paid like $4,000 to like one course or a few courses just, just for like, it was garbage. Like <laughs> I was just disgusted, um, which was unfortunate, but that was, that was my experience. And, uh, and, and so after that, like at that point in time, you know, being so much in debt and just not getting any value and not seeing any bright future of, you know, at the end of this degree, I'm going to be making such and such dollars. I did the projection. I was like, you know what? I like, honestly, if I keep going the pattern that I am right now, I'm probably going to be in a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt and maybe have a 40, $50,000 a year job. And I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Aside from that, I was really just in a funk. I was just, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't feel any purpose. Like we're just struggling. And I just, there was no bright future. It was dead for me. And I just felt like a zombie going to class. I couldn't focus. And I was just, I was just so tired, just so tired of, of just not feeling any meaning, any purpose. And so I got, I just got really, really, really depressed and it just, it led into a whole bunch of other, um, challenges. Again, I'm going to be a bit vulnerable with you about some of the stuff I went through. Um, just not, I'm not going to be going to like a dark place or anything, but just, just know like this is, I'm just being vulnerable with you. And, and like, so I'd be taking like summer jobs and, and just, I'd just be struggling and like I'd mess up on jobs or I'd just like get people angry or upset and, you know, I just try to do my best, but, you know, people have bad days and they, you know, they go off on you. And, and I remember like going to like, just being so just depleted and, and the life sucked out of me. And I'd go to, I'd go to a grocery store and buy this big tub of ice cream and I just eat it all to myself, feeling sorry for myself. And I remember it tasted good, but I still had this hollow, empty feeling inside of myself and I was like, I just, I just really want to figure life out. And I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I would just be asking myself, like, why is life so hard? Why aren't things working out for me? You know, how do other people got life figured out? And, I, you know, it, I just, I felt so stuck. And I didn't know what to do next. And 
And so I, you know, I switched things up. I, I found another job with this like financial company. And I remember just as I was in this environment that there's these salespeople and these entrepreneurs. And I was like, I was blown away. I was like, who are these people? Honestly, like I was, I felt like I was in, I was in like the zoo and I was seeing people that I had never met or seen that were this caliber of like, you know, they, they cared about personal development. They cared about improving their lives. They cared about serving people and doing a great job. And I was like, wow, like I want to be like these people. But still at that time in my life, I was going through so much pain because I, you know, I was inspired by them, but I didn't know how to, you know, replicate the things they were doing for myself. And, you know, I was, I would just still be struggling and at, on the Google search, I would just be typing in, you know, how do I stop suicidal thoughts? Because again, the pain was so great. I, logically in my mind, I thought, well, if, if I do end up taking my life, maybe an insurance policy of, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for my wife and my, my daughter at that time would be better than me sticking around. And, uh, you know, definitely wasn't a good place to be. Um, but I was just trying to fight just to stay alive. Thankfully, an awesome friend, um, you know, just who worked just across from me, we worked in a call center together and he was just, he was so great. So awesome. Um, he would just even bring over like this vector cereal and almond milk and we'd <laughs> It would just pop up into my cubicle, like pop up and be like, hey, do you want some cereal and almond milk? And I'd be like, yeah, man, let's, I love cereal. And so we'd, uh, we'd eat and he, he, he said like, hey, man, I, I went to this really cool seminar and it totally shifted my life and uh, you should go, you should come. And I was like, I don't know, man, like I've, I've been burned quite a few times about these kind of things and I, don't, I honestly don't have a lot of cash. And, and so he's like, well, what if I paid for your ticket? You know, it's, it's really worth it. Just just, just come. And I, and I was like, Oh, well, if you're paying for it, I guess all I have to do is show up and all right. You know, I wasn't excited about it and it was pretty skeptical and, but I ended up going and I ended up walking into this room and, and, uh, this hotel. And I remember the hotel doors opening for the seminar and there's like all this pump music, like, you know, I have the tiger and people high five like, yeah. And I was just like, like, who are you guys? Like, this is, a, this is a gong show. Like you guys are all fake. Um, like, like, what is this? And, uh, and so like, that was the attitude. It was with my wife. We were, we were attending and so, you know, and, and then the presenter comes up on stage and, and he, uh, he, he talked about his story. His name was Brandon. And he, uh, he talked about going from, you know, a place where like a really rough place to becoming financially abundant and having enough residual income to quit his job. And, and, uh, I was like, you know what? I really, I really want that. And, I was crazy inspired by his example and his drive and just his character. And uh, so I went to, you know, I, I bought tickets for his next seminar. And, um, and I remember there was a, um, a huge light bulb moment for me when I was there. Um, because again, I'm still fighting suicidal thoughts. I'm still fighting depression. Um, but you know, feeling, feeling more hope than I ever had in my life, but still not knowing what to do. And, uh, and so while we were, while we were there at this, uh, this seminar, he taught, he taught me a concept that I just had this massive epiphany where I, I, I basically saw like this highlight reel of my life where all of the instances 
where I felt negative emotions just totally, just, just totally illuminated. And, um, and I was finally clear about what I could do to change it, that I actually had a choice. That I didn't have to be a victim of circumstance or a victim of a negative mind, but that I could finally do something about it. And it was, and, and because of it, it it's, it's changed me as a person. I've, I've never gone back to feeling suicidal again. I, I've never experienced depression for like super long periods of time. You know, there's still like traumatic things that happen sometimes and I can get really sad and, and I'm not perfect. You know, sometimes I'll go out and just eat a big bag of popcorn because that's what I'm feeling. But I don't stay there long. Like the, I can rebound. I can get back up again. I can get on my feet and keep going. And, and so what, what the one thing that he taught me, um, and I'll try and just do my best to sketch it out visually for you <laughs> through audio. I apologize. I wish I could draw it on a whiteboard. But if I had a whiteboard, um, the, the presenter, Brandon, he, uh, he drew this brain. Um, you know, imagine a picture of a brain. And, uh, and then he talked about, he said, you know, our brain absolutely loves to answer questions, regardless of what kind of question it is. It's all different kinds of quality of questions. They're not all created equal. And if you give the brain a, a, a fantastic quality question, it'll hunt for an answer. Like that's, it's, that's one of its jobs. It's like, hey, how do I answer this question? How do I answer this question? And uh, it's, you know, sometimes the brains might be lazy and not want to answer it, but, but, but generally it'll, it, it becomes a, a, a place of focus. Like the, a question's job is to provide a, a place of focus if we choose to accept or reject it, depending on where we're at. Um, so if, we're, if it's given like a really fantastic quality question, it might, it might blow our mind and open our perspective and we might see, holy cow, I never even thought of that before. And just ideas or inspiration can flow. Um, conversely on the other side on the opposite side of that if there's a really poor quality question it can really again cripple it can maim it can injure it can you know it can destroy um, a person's self-worth self-esteem productivity resourcefulness and 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 sometimes there's these different catalysts in our lives that can be circumstances negative circumstances that can inspire this this dialogue or this question that sometimes it just might be mental garbage from somebody else maybe from like parents or or siblings or or people that we grew up with that eventually you know got into our mind and and so anyway so he's showing like two arrows splitting out from this brain one arrow goes to you know great quality questions and another arrow goes to poor quality questions and so we start with the great quality questions like what do you get after you ask a great quality question well typically if you're if you're open and accepting that question, then you'll get great quality answers. And those great quality answers, he draws another arrow going down, leads us to great quality emotions. And, and with those great quality emotions, those can lead us to great quality actions. We're actually doing something that is totally different from what we were doing before because of a great quality question. And then we follow that exact same pattern with the poor quality question. Same thing. Poor quality answer leads to, or sorry, poor quality question leads to a poor quality answer, which leads to poor quality emotions, you know, and there's a whole ton of them. You know, it could be like self-hate, disgust, um, rejection, depression, discouragement, the whole thing, and, and which leads to poor quality 
actions and those actions on both sides leads to poor quality results. And so when I, when I saw this, it was, I, I, again, I saw this, like, I saw all of this, like, flashbacks going through my mind. Rory, why are you so stupid? Why can't you figure this out? Why, why is life so hard? Why, is, why are things just not working to the way that you want? Why aren't your dreams coming true? Why, why, do, why do they get all the things that they want? And all of these questions that I was not even aware of were self-sabotaging my success. And I remember that point. I can, like the biggest epiphany of this whole thing was I can change the question. I can change the question. And, and that's what I started doing. I was like, well, well, oh yeah. <laughs> just like a kid in a candy store almost. Like, what can I do to change the question? Like, how can I phrase it differently? You know, and, and just that's, that's like the adventure, the journey that I went on. I realized I can, I can change questions. And, and so I, I just, it gave me new hope. Like, and, you know, that's, that's just the beautiful thing about being with amazing people who really want you to be successful is they inspire ideas, thoughts, and questions that are going to change your trajectory. And so one of the, th one of the tools that I created, um, you know, aside from, you know, having a list of quality questions that sometimes my wife and I would read together, you know, to start us off on a great day, you know, one of them was, you know, what are you grateful for? And, and, we, and even if we couldn't see anything at that moment, we always found something. So, you know, sometimes questions take work, especially if our conditioning is like, is like more prone to being negative than positive, which I'd say the majority of people, that's what it is. Um, you know, if you dig out a question, if you keep working it, you'll find something. Like even today, I'm super grateful that I could wake up, go for a run, listen to a podcast, start recording this podcast and, uh, and you know, begin sharing this with you. And, and so when I was learning about quality questions, I created my own audio track with some, you know, nice inspirational music in the background. And I would say a question, wait 10, 15 seconds just so it could settle in and then record another question, another question. And I had this audio track and I would listen to it on the bus um, you know, wherever I was traveling and it would just, it would just pump me up. It would just, it would just, I don't know how to say it other than like, it was just like this cleansing experience. If you know when you have, it's kind of like when you have like, you know, you maybe you've been out camping or you're just feeling like dirty and grubby from doing a lot of work. Um, and you just have this shower and it's like, oh, like, you know, you just feel clean, you feel revitalized. And, and that's what quality questions was like for me. And all of a sudden, I knew what kind of questions to ask, and and I'll I'll share this with you too. Um, part of the power of asking quality questions and knowing how to create one uh, was understanding paradoxes. And we talked about the paradox of money in the last episode. I mean, there's paradoxes for money, there's paradoxes for um, relationships, uh, paradoxes for um, self empowerment. Like, there's all these things where it's like the thing that we think we should be focusing on is not actually the thing, you know, instead of just focusing on money, think about creating value, helping people be successful with their problems. Um, and, and, you know, acquiring, instead of focusing on, you know, trying to make a million dollars, you know, trying to focus on serving the one customer and having them have an awesome experience, consistent experience and repeating that, you know, there's, and once I understood quality questions and these success paradoxes, Oh man, it was like having a superpower. I, 
and instead of me just thinking about, well, I wonder what my wife would like that she would absolutely love, and and maybe uh, I mean, I mean, what do I like, and maybe I'll get her that, and you know, like just totally focusing in the wrong place to go into right approach and say like, hey, you know, what's one thing that I could do to really hit your heart today, or asking myself, what's one thing I could do that would help my daughter smile, um, you know, what what would she really love, and you know, she really loved, um, you know, mashed potatoes with like this coconut oil and salt thing and we would eat that and that was one of her favorite things ever and so that's uh that's quality questions guys it's it's totally shifted the game for me um i love it and whenever i'm in a funk i know i'm focusing on the wrong question mentally um and sometimes even with like negative affirmations that go through our head like i'm not enough and i can just switch that around and say well what have I done in the past before that reminds me that I do have self-worth? What sacrifices have I made for others that, that uh, help remind me that I am, that I do have value as, as a person? You know, what's one thing that I admire my, about myself? What's one thing that I, I love about myself? And that, those might, I might not initially be like, oh, I don't, there's not something there. But just beginning to ask the question provides a new place of focus and leads me on a different path, a different trajectory than if I was just like, I'm not enough. Um, you know, I'm, why, why aren't I making enough money? See, I'll share this, is that the power of a question is that it elicits a checklist of answers. And which checklist do we want to be working with? Um, and how do we want our story to play out? And we can, we can shift the narrative by shifting the types of questions that we ask. And so it's a, it's a massively powerful tool, guys. It's a playground. It's a sandbox. Like, just go in and, you know, find those questions that, that are really going to, you know, shift things for you. You know, listen to music. You have to ask them to yourself. Record them. You know, replay them. One thing I really liked about audio and those tracks playing over and over again is that... Um, it was kind of like a coach, you know, who would um, help me know what, what's the best for me. Because just sometimes my mind was preconditioned to just thinking negatively. And it was just hard to get out of that. And how do, you, how do you break out of that style of thinking? And I found that having an audio that I could play over and over again, especially with music that inspired me, was really an awesome tool. Um, and I'm going to be, it's, it's one of my goals to create something for you guys, like a, like a resource where you can, you know, download a quality question audio track. Maybe you don't have recording equipment and just listen and just feel inspired and just and just let that soak through you. Just like, you know, just like let like a, you know, a, a nice deep bath with some Epsom salts um, just to, to soak in and recover. That's just kind of the, like the experience that I'm hoping to share with you guys. So thanks for, thanks for listening. I, I hope this content was uh, immensely helpful for you. Um, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I invite you to subscribe and just join this again, this one wild business ride, this roller coaster, where we're just doing our best to to make it through. If you're on Anchor, I would love to hear a voice message from you. Just love getting feedback from you guys. Um, but other than that, just rock it, keep smiling, keep pressing forward, and uh, feel free to reach out to me on social media anytime. I'll talk to you later, guys. Have an awesome day and take care.